Ayo, hey eating from the same plate and drinking from the same cup. Whoever thought that so much would have to change up? I went to games as a Knicks fan. They had strict land. They traded him. And ever since then, I hated him. Oh, here goes. And welcome to episode 22 of Throwback Hoops. Woody V is in the house. Please do subscribe to us on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts. iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google. We're available everywhere. And just before we kick things off, I wanted to give some love to all the people around Australia that have been struggling with the floods in Queensland and New South Wales and other parts of the country. Our thoughts are with you all, and, and we hope you're all staying safe. So you just heard me drop some bars from Noriega's record, Blood Money Part 2, featuring Nas and Nature, when Nature name drops Rod Strickland. And as always, I'm joined by my main man, Robbie Clayton. I did that one for you at your request. I know you love that, homeboy. Thanks, Wood. It is a great track, isn't it, mate? Um, I was actually thinking as well, you know, the best uh, hip-hop group of all time also referenced Strickland when Raekwon shouted out Strickland at the end of Wu-Tang Clan's track Triumph back in the day. So yeah, it's obviously popular in the in the hip-hop world. Thanks, Robbie. Great to have you here as always. Uh, and today we're joined by two very special guests. Nate and Stewie from the Sport Blokes podcast are in the house. What's going on, my brothers? Mate. Very well. Great, great, great to, to be, be here. here. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. Our pleasure. Pleasure, and, boys. And well put words. Uh, our hearts go out to everyone affected by the floods as well. It's it's a terrible time, and we we wish everyone all the best. Great to have you on the show, guys. Thanks for making the time. So we have a great show this week, and we're gonna have a little bit of Q and A with Nathan Stewie. We're gonna get into some NBL talk with the guys, and uh, Robbie Stewie's gonna steal my segment, Classic Packs, and host it this week. With his own pack, which he has sourced. What you got there, Stewie? Mate, we've got a, an original 1990-91 Skybox, the inaugural edition. I have felt horrible about stealing this ever since I came up with the idea. And no, it hasn't. To, uh, well, right. Right, fine. The last couple of days, maybe. But <laughs> no, it's going to be good fun. Happy to give you this segment, bro. Awesome. He's got some big shoes to fill here, doesn't he, Woods? But look, oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure he'll nail it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, he does have some, some big sh shoes to fill, Robbie. But, uh, yeah, no, I think he's going to do a good job. I got those Shaq 22-5As 20, to fill. <laughs> word up, word up. All right, so, you know, guys, you can't come on our show without showcasing a jersey. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. All right, all right, all right. So, Stewie, take it away. All right, Stewie wants to go first. Oh, all right. You? All right, whoever, man, you guys figure it out. Sure, I don't get <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Robbie. sorry Robbie. so i'm i'm rocking a i'm rocking a 2012 13 kyle lowry raptors camo jersey i'll i'll stand up and show it off robbie why don't you tell so, the audience yes i'm loving that camo number three toronto raptors kyle lowry jersey looking great number three man. So, yeah, so this was the, the first season that Lowry joined the Raptors yeah, and Andrea right? Bagnani was still there wearing the number seven for, for one season. So Lowry went with the number three until Bagnani left and then he uh, he took over the number seven. So, yeah, he's uh, obviously he's an amazing player, actually part of one of the weirdest trades in NBA history for me as well. So when he came across from Houston, he was traded for a guy named Gary Forbes and a future first-round draft pick, which – kind of doesn't sound so great for Houston. Uh, Forbes never played a game for the Rockets. That trade, though, did actually end up netting them James Harden 
in a trade with Oklahoma City where OKC got Stephen Adams with that number 12 pick. So it was a it was a weird trade all around, and I think all three teams somehow kind of won in it. Good call, definitely. No, I, I love the jersey, Stewie. And then so- obviously, yeah, looking, looking further on it, his... Uh... Sorry, man. Um, yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's a cracking jersey. It's one of these ones my mate... Uh, who I used to work with actually went across to Toronto and managed to pick it up for me at the at the stadium over there. And I mean, obviously, we all know about what the what the Lowry era was in Toronto. I mean, a lot of heartbreak at the hands of LeBron, but they got a ring. Lowry got to play in six All Star games. He got to win a gold medal with the Americans in Rio. So you know, he's had a really really great career. And as a as a really great two way player, great great steals guy always leading the league in charges taken and one of the best clutch guys ever in the playoffs. Uh, he's ahead of a lot of these great clutch guys like LeBron, KD, Steph, Kawhi, CP3, Dame, like all of these top ballers. And he's just eclipsing them in terms of field goal percentage in the clutch. He's, he's an amazing player. I love it, Stewie. I love it. So what you got for us, Nate? What you got for us, homie? Well, it's... Uh... It's my main man. It's the reason I'm a Spurs fan. I've been a fan since 1992. And for those who can't see, Nate has got an admiral, the David admiral Robinson himself, jersey. Yep. David Robinson. Okay. So talk to yeah, us. Yeah, so 1989 yeah. Rookie of the Year. Yep. Yeah, 1989 Rookie of the Year, 1992 Defensive Player of the Year, 1995 MVP. First teamer four times, uh, second teamer another four times, which is pretty good considering his contemporaries, Olajuwon, Ewing, O'Neal, Shaq, yeah. Um, Matumbo. Two-time gold medalist on both dream teams. Three-time Olympian. Um, oh, where else? Two champions, championships. Ah, what a player. Reason I'm a Spurs fan. And, uh, yeah, have been ever since. Rocking the hat too. And uh, I know you love throwback, boys. So I've got uh, the old uh, Fiesta colours. Bit bit uh, bruised and battered this hat now. <laughs> it's seen it's seen better days, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my Spurs fandom. It's seen five rings as well. Well, it has. It has. Yep. Very good. And a great player, but even even better human being, David Robinson. So um, I like it, Nate. Uh, Robbie, my main man. What you got, man? Definitely. Well, look, as, as always, I've got the two jerseys just to show off. So, look, I thought it was only fitting after Woody's wrap at the start that I did show a Rod Strickland jersey this week. So, you can see hanging over my shoulder there, I've got the Rod Strickland champion Washington Wizards jersey. Um, so, look, just a little bit on uh, Strickland there. So, he played 17 seasons in the NBA after getting drafted by the Knicks at pick 19 in the 88 draft out of DePaul. Um, during his career, he played with nine different teams. And his actually five-year stint with the Wizards was actually his longest with any team. Um, so when he started with the Knicks, he was a backup to Mark Jackson um, before the trade that Woody wrapped him wrapped about, which sent him to the Spurs. So does anyone remember who he's actually traded for with the Spurs? Nate, you know that one? I don't actually. It's a little bit before my time, a couple of years. I that's a great one-two punch, though, isn't it? Action it's, Jackson and, and Rod Strickland oh, off definitely. the bench. No, I, I do have a Spurs story about Rod Strickland, but I can't tell you who he was traded for. All right, well, traded for someone we all know. So actually for Mo Cheeks, which is pretty interesting. So, um, and the other thing about Strickland, he was only actually traded, ah, right. he was only traded twice yeah, during his long career. And the second was when he was traded from Portland to Washington for Rashid Wallace. Um, so look, his accolades um, include he was actually a second team All-NBA in 1998, which is pretty impressive. Um, he also led the NBA in assists that year. He was an all-rookie second team. Um, 
pretty crazy. That year that he was All-NBA second team in 98, he didn't even make the All-Star game. So I'm not quite sure how that works. He was sort of in the, the top 10 yeah. players but couldn't make the top 24 or 25 in an All-Star game. So that was pretty crazy. Um, look, in terms of the one I'm wearing this week, I thought it was probably fitting, you know, being Indigenous um, sort of uh, round in the NBL that I might sort of just show a Bryce Cotton jersey that I've got. Um, so I'll just stand up and, and just give you a quick look at that one now. And Stuart, Stuart, do you want to take uh, the audience who can't see what Robbie's wearing through? Yes, well, that's a very lovely Indigenous jersey for the Perth Wildcats. They've done a tremendous job once again, Indigenous round this week. So, and rocking the cotton. The number, yeah, the number eleven Bryce Cotton for the the, the MVP. It's looking nice, that one. Let's for hope so. Here. Let's hope hmm. so. So, look, I was going to say, I'm not going to do my full spiel on cotton. I'm going to save that for another sort of episode. But And I must apologise. I actually don't have a Strickland bobblehead. So, Woody, do apologise about that. But I do have a Bryce Cotton bobblehead. So, I might as well show that one. So, no doubt, no doubt. Bryce hey. Cotton bobblehead there. It's actually looking pretty good. Oh, the bobbleheads are looking nice. a bit better with the you know the features and everything. I think he's got his tats on the side and everything. So, yeah, Bryce, Bryce Cotton bobblehead. So, well, that's me. Nice. That's my size, yeah. It is pretty much, yeah. Good call. Well, that's me for this week. What about uh, you, there, Wood? That's a pretty fresh, new-looking jersey. I can see you rocking there. Yeah, just got it a couple of days ago, man. So uh, why don't I stand up and showcase it, and you know, you can take the audience through for through sure. what I'm wearing t- today. Yeah. Yeah. So for look for those that can't see the jersey, Woody standing up, rocking a brand new Jumpman Spurs number thirty-four Jock Landale jersey. Um, certainly not a jersey you'd see many of them going around at the moment. So. Yeah, that's definitely a good score, that one, Woods. I like that. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate Loving it. it. So, so I'll just speak a little bit about Jock. Uh, we all know him, man. Austra- the Australian audience um, will be familiar with, with him and, and what he's done. But before he came to the NBL, uh, he was a Lithuanian champion. He was a Serbian Cup winner. And then obviously last year, uh, NBL champion, NBL grand final MVP, all NBL first team honors. And he probably should have been in the NBA a lot earlier uh, than he actually was. And now he's getting that opportunity with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, you know, the lo- we've spoken about the long line of Australians going into that Spurs system. He was actually at St. Mary's before at, at college, right? So he's followed that Australian team, man, St. Mary's, then to the Spurs. So you guys want to speak a little bit about Jock Landell and, and, and what are your thoughts on, on him and how he's doing this year in the NBA? Well, for me, I, I thought he was... NBA bound for sure at the last, was it still the world championships at that stage or it might've changed names to world cup by that world cup now. And I thought he was magnificent. Yeah. I know it is now, but I can't remember if, if the last one it was called that, but he was, he was sensational. And, and I was amazed it took a good two or three years after that for him to make the league because I thought he did really well on the world stage and obviously lots of scouts there and stuff. So I, I was surprised it took this long, but Stoked he's there. Wish he got a few more minutes uh, in the Spurs system, but maybe next season we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's actually been quite impressive seeing him just continue to expand his range out to that NBA three. And he's, he's shooting a really nice clip when he's off the bench. He's always impactful. He's always you know filling the stat sheets. And yeah, he absolutely belongs in that system. And hopefully, yeah, as you say, he'll get a few more minutes moving forward. Robbie? Yeah, well, I guess we talked about it sort of, I think, in the season preview, didn't we, Woods? Obviously, him developing that outside shot and being able to stretch the defense is a thing that will keep him on the floor there. So, yeah, look, obviously, his, his minutes are a little bit up and down at the moment. But hopefully, you know, I don't think they're going to have a lot to play for, potentially, for these last 20 or so games. So hopefully, they can sort of try him and sort of yeah, get some some decent run for him out there. But yeah, I think he's done, he's done really well today. Yeah, 
And we're all very proud of him for winning that bronze medal as well, right, guys? They're playing for Pop's record. Yeah, exactly. That's true. But he's nearly oh, there, right? And a, a massive part of the team. Mm. Pop, one more win to tie, two to get is, the record. Right? After that, yeah. no more wins, please. We won a lottery pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thanks, boys. That was really nice. Um, and, and, and a great, great bunch of jerseys we showcased on the show today. So, fellas, you ready to chop it up with the Woodman and Robs or what? Mm-hmm. As someone who listens to the great cricketer, chopping is very different to what I think you're talking about. But uh, in your context, we'll chop it up, mate. I'm Woody, man. you got to chop it up with me, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So I just thought I'd ask you, <laughs> I'd ask you a little bit about um, you two. I mean, I listen to your show all the time and, and I can see how close the two, two of you are, much like Robbie and I. And I wanted to ask about your friendship, your history and, and how the two of you came together. Yeah, so we met in 1994. We were both in grade six here in Perth. Uh, I just moved to the northern suburbs to a suburb called Pabri, and I joined a team called the Pabri Pumas. Initially, there were two teams. I was on the other team, but in the second half of the season, I joined the other one because they needed players, and I joined Stewie's team. Uh, his old man was the coach. He used to play for the Scottish National. Uh, so I was stoked. So glad I switched teams. And, yeah, best mates ever since. Awesome. Yeah, it was sort of instant camaraderie. I was kind of looking for a stretch four and and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Nath comes in as this sort of gangly kid that I, I hadn't seen before and he's hitting down, he's hitting elbow jumpers and knocking down free throws. He had that range that a lot of bigger players don't have in that uh, that year group. And yeah, we, we bonded really well on and off the court, developed this sort of, you know, I'd be on the baseline and out of bounds play and just be throwing. I'd make a quick little cut, yeah, yeah no, under the basket. No easy passes, too. layups all the time. So, yep. yeah, we've been obviously good mates ever since. Hey, the mid-range was alive in 94, right, Nate? <laughs> Damn right, my man. Damn right. That's all I used to practice with shooting. So, like, never had great handles. Like, it was all about the shooting. So, yeah. 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 And, for, and for all our fans and followers, man, I'm stuck with one Western Australian every week on this show. Now we've got three of them, man. Three of them. You're kidding <laughs> me. This week, <laughs> What's going on, man? What's going on? <laughs> nah, I love you guys. Love you guys. Now, it's great to hear. And uh, um, it's glad that your friendship has lasted the test of time. So, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Um, all right. So, you guys have been doing the sports blog podcast for a while now and i wanted to ask you what inspired you guys to start your own show and and how that all came about yeah it's a a bit of a random story actually so obviously you know i mean when we get together all we do is talk about hoops the first thing we do is go chop up all of the the nbl all the nba from the previous few weeks since we've seen each other last and we would do poker nights occasionally and, and there was one poker night in particular that a, a good friend of ours from high school had come over. He was sort of living over in Spain and he, he came across and we're, we're chatting away and he, he pulls us aside and he says, you guys, you should be doing this as a podcast. Like people enjoy hearing you guys talk. You've got a, a really good balance in terms of obviously Nathan having that, the real deep, sexy sort of voice. And I, I've <laughs> kind of got the teenager voice going. So we, yeah, con- we contrast each other quite well and yeah, yeah, so we just kind of came up with it one day and said, right, well, let's just grab a mic and start recording and see what happens. And we're nearly 100 episodes in yeah, now. And we uploaded haven't, 91 the yeah, other day. Haven't, yeah. haven't missed an episode since, and it's it's been a really good outlet for us. So, yeah, we enjoy it. And also, it was kind of – so it was fairly early in 2019 oh, – sorry, 2020 
when the pandemic was still kind of so sport was starting to slow down a little bit. And I think that's partly why our friend said he's like, you know, there's an open gap at the moment because there's less things to watch. People need, you know, people are desperate for sports. So, yeah, we thought we'd give it a crack. And, yeah, here we are, as Stewie says, uh, nearly 100 episodes later, still going strong, hopefully. So, yeah, well done, guys. Great effort, boys, definitely. Yeah. Uh, th that's terrific. And keep doing what you're doing, man. You We're know, certainly uh, not the caliber of guests you guys normally get. <laughs> no, man. It's, it's a pleasure to chop it up with you guys. And I was just was... going to say, we're certainly not the caliber of guests. Oh, no, no I heard that, Nate. Um, Sorry. Ro Robbie was actually saying earlier, um, it's nice to have this community, Robbie. You want to speak a little bit about what you were saying to me earlier? Yeah, you can just sort of see we've sort of reached out to a few people now, including yourselves. And it's good to sort of have that, you know, a little bit of a community where sort of, you know, a lot of us have the same sort of interests and we, we're doing what we do for the love of it sort of thing. And sort of, yeah, getting to know sort of you guys and everything, it's, it's great. So, yeah, exactly. Great fun. Yeah, terrific, guys. Um, all right, so how about we move on to some NBL talk? A lot going on in the NBL, right? You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so it's the halfway point of the NBL season. Yeah, thanks, guys. So it's the halfway point of the NBL season, and I want to get all your thoughts on, and you know, like one talking point and one story that has stood out for you guys up to date. So, uh, RC, maybe maybe you, you can kick it off for us. Yeah, man. So, um Look, I guess for me, probably my sort of thoughts on the season, it does sort of feel a little bit like a, a bit of a survival of the fittest so far this season. Um, obviously, so many games have been impacted due to COVID. And of course, you know, most teams have been heavily affected have been the Breakers and the Wildcats. Um, look, for me, and obviously being a Wildcats fan and, and seeing how they've been able to cope away from home for so long, um, you know, obviously they, have, they do have that best advantage in the league. So, and look, I also think the same needs to be said for New Zealand. We keep hearing Perth's been away for so long all the time, and obviously I'm saying it as well, but no one seems to mention New Zealand as much, you know, and they, they were dealing with the same sort of things last year. So, look, you know, being a father, I've really got gen genuine empathy for these guys being away from their families for so long and sort of that uncertainty of when they actually can return home. Um, I know, look, obviously the Wildcats, they've got a lot of them have got very young families there. So, look, it must have been extremely tough on them. It was nice sort of seeing those scenes of them sort of arriving home yesterday and their families sort of coming up and everything else like that. So, yeah, for me, it's probably more that sort of off-court things and the way sort of, you know, a couple of teams in particular have been sort of very impacted uh, so far. Hopefully in terms of the COVID stuff, hopefully we're starting to see the back of that. I don't fully trust that that It'll be the case, but let's hope that you know that'll start to slow down and, and things will continue as they are. Boys, your thoughts on, on, on what Robbie just had to say? Yeah, I mean, absolutely spot on there. And and full credit to the breakers, they have absolutely allowed the last two seasons to go ahead without any well, without any real hitch, I guess. I mean, there's obviously been a lot of things that have that have happened, but them being so unselfish and willing to, I guess, sacrifice so heavily to allow the league to continue flowing the way it has, has just been, yeah, it, it, it's hard to put into words how grateful I think everyone is that they've done all of that. And it's, um, I, I think I've heard a lot of people sort of say, oh, it'd be nice if every team could donate one home game to the Breakers next season. And I, I think That's that would be not, what, yeah. what a great mm. initiative that would be. Absolutely. And, and yeah, that was body, uh, Nate. And I, I think, that would be the right thing to do because I mean, you could, they could have easily just pulled out of the comp now, you know, uh, pull, pulled out of the league and and said we can't do this anymore. But they've been great sports and and held it down for the last two seasons. Uh, and even a guy like Dan Shamir, he can't be judged on this. Let, let him have like a, a proper season coaching this team in an environment that's uh, conducive for success. And and let's be a judge of of a coach like him then, right? So yeah, yeah I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. All right, Stewie, over to you. 
I mean, it's unfortunately it's something I've been really harping on about quite a lot in recent weeks. It's the the poor Illawarra Hawks. I'm I'm absolutely giving it to these guys, but. I mean, coming into this season, I think we all kind of thought that maybe one of the New South Wales teams might have struggled a little bit, and I dare say it might have been your Sydney Kingswoods, but uh, it's not. It's been the Hawks. Yeah. No, I hear that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, there's, there's, a, there's so many different reasons that the Hawks have struggled. And, again, I, I sort of – I've gone on and on about the whole Tyler Harvey thing for quite a while, the – the disappointing shot selection that I see from him game after game. And I was sort of thinking about it a little bit more and, and sort of thinking like, why is it that this is the case that yep. he's taking so many bad shots this season? And it could be as simple as just the fact that there are two more imports now, as opposed to just one. So they had Justin Simon last year, who wasn't really an offensive minded sort of player. Whereas now you've got Xavier Rathan Mays and you've got, Antonius Cleveland, who both want to get theirs. Justinian Jessup's still trying to get into the NBA. Yep. You've got Duop Reith, who is an absolute beast. So, you know, he's forcing his offense a lot, which obviously isn't great for them. And we're seeing the results. His, his shot percentages have all dropped. The floater games basically disappeared for the yeah, most part. And totally, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. so, so it's, a, it's a big issue. Um, and then for me, the other thing is, and I, I feel almost sick saying it out loud, but I just I don't think Gorge is the same coach he used to be, quite frankly. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, guys. Yeah, look, I just wanted to speak on that. When Gorge was coaching my Sydney Kings some 15, 20 years ago, whenever it was, right, he would go 10, 11 deep into his rotation, man, you know? Like, he'd play so many players, and now he's just so hell-bent on playing seven or eight guys, um, and he's sticking with it. And despite things not going so well, guys like Emmett Nahr and... Uh, you know, uh, AJ Ogilvy, champion, legend, probably one of their best defensive players last year. Uh, he refuses to play them. So, Nate, Robbie, hey, maybe if you, you think about it, boys, as well, yeah. I mean, Gorgian probably hasn't coached a lot of 40 minute games in the NBL, hasn't he? Because obviously, you know, he's been playing in China for quite a while. So, and you said obviously Woody was playing coaching. 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. sorry, coaching. Um, yeah. He was, you know, um, 10 or 11 guys with Sydney. Obviously, they were 48 minute games back then. So, maybe sort of, you know, adapting for him, you know, obviously, this. He's been back in the NBL for a while now, so it could be a stretch, but maybe you know he's struggling with the 40-minute format. I don't know. Nate? I've actually got a couple of numbers for you oh, on, on All right. that. Yep. So AJ Ogilvy has played, yeah, AJ Ogilvy's played in eight games so far for a total of 43 minutes. Uh, Isaac White has played 66 minutes across 12 games, and that includes 27 in the last two, which were blowouts. And then Emmett Nah, 12 minutes of basketball across four games total this season. It's it's crazy. And then you've got Tim Conrad, who's averaging 12 minutes a game, which is almost as much as those three combined. Who came out of retirement. Who came like, out of retirement. Yeah, and then never left. <laughs> like, Bizarre, isn't it? I, I just I don't understand how, how that works. It, it is very difficult to comprehend. And, and I mean, we I talked mean, about a game. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, mate. Go on, mate. Sorry. <laughs> it's like the satellite delay. We, we talked about a game the other week and and there was only one bloke who played more than three minutes off the bench, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and even even Harry Froling, like I'm not the biggest fan of him. I mean, I don't, I'm neutral on him, but I don't, like, he's an okay player. But even when he had some good minutes, he, it didn't kind of lead to more necessarily either. So mm. yeah, that, that one is a bit of a head scratcher for me too. Yeah, and I think it's it's good for my Sydney Kings the way they're going. But they, they, they're winning lately, man. So let, let's just hope that they have a few L's this, this round and we're going to get through this round shortly and, and we'll go through it and, and we'll think 
we'll talk about how they're going to perform and, and, and we'll suss it out as we move forward. So, uh, Nate, over to you, man. I know you got you got something to speak on. Speak on it. Actually, just, just quickly before Nate goes, I just quickly wanted to mention one thing with the Hawks sure. as well. They have beaten no one, absolutely no one this season. So if you look at their wins, they've beaten Adelaide three times, Cairns three times, New Zealand twice, and your Kings before they actually figured out how to play. Words. So, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, they're always they're playing the first four rounds. And so, a lot of home games as well, right? Yeah. They've beaten no one. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they've actually been better on the road percentage-wise. Yeah. So maybe the road is a good thing for them. Yeah. Let's see. They've got a huge road trip coming up. Yeah. Right? For me, I guess... Um, it, yeah, I'm not prepared to write them off just yet, but I, but I would definitely at this stage wouldn't have them in the finals. I would have your Kings in and the Wildcats with the two Victorian teams, but there's still a fair way to go. So so we'll see. I guess for me, it's it's very much a theme of new. So the NBL always has new because of the turnover with imports. We get new imports every single season. That's not unusual. So this season, Jalen Adams, Robert Franks, uh, Caleb Bagada, the Nigerian connection is really interesting as well. Then, of course, we have the new normal, which Robbie talked about, which is dealing with COVID. And absolutely, hats off to New Zealand. They've gone through way worse than the Wildcats. The Wildcats have gone through bad enough, but absolutely, hats off to New Zealand. And I think they've been very classy as an organisation, fairly compliant. So I think that's really good. Um, but the kind of new new, if I may say. So we've got new ownership with the Perth Wildcats. Yep. We've got a bunch of new coaches. Uh, again, with the Perth Wildcats, so co-SCOMO, Coach Scott Morrison. We already have a SCOMO, so uh, I'm trying to get that to take One off. of these days, it yeah. will start tracking one of them. <laughs> what did he say, Nate? We obviously have Buford in Sydney, co-SCOMO, because there's that. already a SCOMO, so we need Coach SCOMO. Yeah, Coach yeah, SCOMO. Right. But um, yeah, uh, there's a new broadcast deal. So there's actually a lot of new in the league this year. And of course, last but not least, a whole new team with the Tassie Jack Jumpers. So that's probably been the theme for me. Uh, but really enjoyed it so far. And and I think those the, the cream is rising to the top. And I think, they're, unfortunately, in the back end of the season, there might be some dead rubbers. But, boy, I yeah, think those playoffs sure. will be exciting once we get there. And who you got in the playoffs, Nate? I've got the two Victorian teams, the Wildcats and the Kings, at the moment. Good. I think the Wildcats, if they didn't have so many home games coming up, I'd be more worried. But I think the home games will get the Wildcats over the line. And I think the Kings might be... Just edging out Illawarra. I don't think Illawarra have done enough at the front end of the season. I think that might come back to bite them. I like to hear that, man. I like to hear that. I agree with you. I think everyone here agrees with that, right? Are you guys, with, are you guys all, all? We'll see what next? it's like, Woody, when the Kings actually have to find directions on how to get to the airport. So we'll see how actually that goes for them. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, so you guys see the the screen in front of you? I brought up the round fourteen games, Robbie. It, yeah, definitely. I'll take them away. So, look, I should say at the time of recording, it is Friday the 4th of March. So that first game between Adelaide and South East Melbourne is actually ongoing at the moment. So, look, in terms of that one, we're probably all going to pick South East, so we probably won't spend a lot of time on that one. But, look, let's start with, um, I guess, the first game tomorrow night. So we've got the Jack Jumpers and the Breakers. What are your boys' thoughts on that one? Well... If ever there's a chance for New Zealand to get a win, it's at their second home in Tassie. Mm. So they'll be red hot trying to get this one. But the Jack Jumpers have been pretty good. I will pick the Breakers in an upset, no Magne, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Jack Jumpers have a win there. 
wonder if Wetzel will be back as well. Yeah, good call, because they had a few out last week. Oh, that's Wetzel, true. That's and true. That, that seems to make or break New Zealand if he's playing. So, I don't know. You know, Woody and I are always calling for a better better NBL injury list on the website or something. It seems to appear one week and then you don't see it for three weeks. But it's terrible, man. It's hard. We're into our fantasy stuff. You know, we want to know this stuff. But, yeah. All right. Well, look. The second game Absolutely tomorrow night. No. The second game tomorrow night, I think, has got potential to be a good game. Obviously, you know, Brisbane can be very up and down, but I think Melbourne against Brisbane could actually be a good game. Brisbane could actually make a bit of a surprise here. But um, Woods, what are your thoughts on on that game? Brisbane are putrid, man. I was I was texting Stewie last night and I was telling him that I really don't like watching <laughs> him play at all. So I think Melbourne's doing really well, and um, I think JLA is going to be back from 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 when his child was born and whatever. So. Uh, I think that uh, Melbourne's going to get it done easily at, at at home at John Cain Arena, man. I, I, I know you got some love for Brisbane, but uh, I don't. <laughs> fair call, fair call. Yeah. All right, so the next one after that is on Sunday. So Adelaide playing their second game of the round. Um, they're playing against the mighty Wildcats in Adelaide there. Um, Stewie, what do you reckon about that game, mate? Well, I mean, again, as Wildcats fans, you kind of hope that Adelaide will be a little bit uh, fatigued from all that travel for a home game. But, I mean, it, it's one of those things. You, you kind of would expect the Wildcats to be too strong for an Adelaide team that uh, they've just they've struggled their way through the season. This is the sort of game that Dusty Hannes will probably drop 30 on oh, us. Oh, it's and, a major danger <laughs> and, game. It, but, look, you in, in all honesty, with the form guide, you would have to expect Adelaide to win it. Uh, sorry, Perth to win it, I should say. Yeah. A quick call while we're on the Wildcats, boys. I don't want to turn into a Wildcats show, but what's everyone's gut feel on Frazier? Will he remain with Wildcats for the rest of the season? Just a yes or no from everyone. No. No? Yes. Sport blokes? No. No. Nah, he shouldn't. I'll say yes. Um, <laughs> Not that I want him to, but I think he will. I'm going to say yes, just because I think they probably will beat Adelaide this week. And I think they've got three games in Perth the next round. So obviously if they beat Adelaide, win that three, I don't think they're going to go messing with a, a team that's sort of on a bit of a streak there. But, you know, the opposite could happen. If they happen to lose that Adelaide game, maybe one of those games in Perth could be the chop there. They could be getting someone else. So, all right, thanks for that. So, um, look, I guess we come to the Sunday game next. Um, I know someone that's um, on the show right now is very excited about this game. This is um, his two teams. Uh, Woods, what are your thoughts on that one, mate? The Kings against the Cairns, Sunday afternoon at Kudos. Look, it's going to be awesome. I'm going out with, with our boy Jimmy, who you know, to watch the game, uh, leaving my, my nephew's fifth birthday party a little bit early to get to the game, but no, nah, I really look forward. I think Sydney will take care of business, man. Cairns have been, as much as I love Adam Ford and uh, my boy Keanu playing, um, Sydney going to take it, man. I think probably by about 10 or 15. Hey, by the way, man, there's a great article on nbl.com.au about Keanu Pinder and how he's thriving under Adam Ford. So if you haven't read it, uh, to all our audience listening, I've been at the top of the building yelling about how Keanu is going to thrive this season and, and really show how good a player he is. And uh, he's been doing that. And this article really uh, epitomizes that. So You didn't write that article, the article. Words, No, I, I didn't. But I'm really okay. proud of him. Really proud of him. Yeah. Good to see. Good to see. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we're down to the second last game. And I think Stewie might have um, probably rightfully called this the game of the round on, on his recent show there. So we've got the, the Southeast Melbourne um, taking on Illawarra there on Sunday. Um, Nath, what are your thoughts on that game, mate? I want to pick the Hawks in that one. I think the Hawks have started to get a little bit better. Yeah, I know. I know. 
Well, South East Melbourne have played Adelaide earlier in the round. The Hawks need wins desperately. This would be a big win on their resume to play a team that they're kind of possibly jockeying for a playoff spot with. So I'll pick the Hawks in this one. Plenty of plenty of firepower in this game. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward I to think, this one. I think yeah, I, I think I suppose the thing to remember is that the last game they played, obviously you had the, the Xavier Munford free throws pretty much yeah. at the siren to win it. So yeah, Illawarra have played them tough, but I, I, I can't see Southeast Melbourne losing this game, not at home. And and Stewie, for my Sydney Kings man, we need SE SEM to win, right? So you know who I'm going for. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, look, that brings us to the last game of the round on Monday night. Um, look, maybe who cares? Man, it's probably game. not the most exciting game. I've got to say, <laughs> yes, I was missing a Thursday game last night. I actually was sort of getting used to those Thursday night games, so I don't think we've got one next week. I'm actually, maybe, actually, I think it might be Melbourne against Perth next week, but anyway, on to this last game. So, New Zealand, Brisbane, anyone got any thoughts on that? It's not that exciting, I know. Played Rasmus Buck a little bit more, man. You know, Dan Shamir, I like him, man. So, you know. That's, that's your headline for that game, Woods. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Wow. You're getting, all right. Yeah. All good. Play Jack Saltmore as well. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, for sure. I for just, sure. I, I have a feeling this this could be the round of upsets, boys. I, I have a feeling we'll get some curly ones this week. I just I just think, I wouldn't be surprised if Adelaide yeah. beat South East Melbourne. I wouldn't be surprised if Adelaide beat Perth. I wouldn't be surprised if New Zealand beat Brisbane in this one because, as we know, Brisbane dish up all sorts of stuff sometimes. Okay, Cairns aren't going to beat Sydney. But I do think there could be some upsets this round. You're tripping, Nate. You're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> well, the proof will be in the pudding, my man. We'll see. Word up, word up, word up. Thanks for that, Robbie. I really appreciate it, man. Okay, so we got, we got to that uh, point in the show that I get really excited about every week, right, Look Robbie? out, look out. But, but uh, this week, I ain't hosting, man. I ain't hosting. I ain't hosting. We got a special guest hosting my favorite segment, right? What's his name? What's his name? Disco Stu. That's his name. So <laughs> over to you, homie. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. Tell us what and you I, got. I still, I still feel terrible about this. I really do. He doesn't. I, no, I bloody do. All right. <laughs> so just to set the scene with this as well, I can guarantee this is going to be a terrible pack because I, I bought five packs and I'll, I've brought along some of the, the goodies from the previous four packs just to show you guys what we've got. But I'll, I'll pop it up again to the camera nice and, nice and close so everyone can see it. It is, it is closed. You can definitely see it's all sealed. So, oh, it's like a magic trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna rip Nothing this, up my sleeve. Rip this bad boy open and we'll see what we have got in here. And see if you can uh, stump All right. Robbie Pedia here, right? <laughs> uh, not not going to stump him with the first one, I wouldn't no. think. So, so this is a, a center for Boston at the time. He, I, I'd say, all but finished his career with the Phoenix I was Suns teams. Say, yep, Suns. Um, not a not a particularly high scoring sort of guy, but um, but yeah, def- definitely a, a bench role player sort of center for for those guys. Is that Joe Klein, maybe or hey, it doing is... time for Joe Klein. One Joe yeah, Klein. Nice. You like how one Woods? That's how I do it, mate. Oh, that's pretty All good, right, man. So... <laughs> that that is good. I was like, what other clues can we give him? He's already used the thing. You don't need to give him a lot, man. Yeah, second good. player. No, no, no. I was going to talk about Joe's hair. That's like... Oh, I bet it's looking pretty good there. All right. 
So next up, we've got a quality player oh, for, yeah. for the Lakers. He actually coached the Lakers for a uh, for a short stint of time, as well as the New Jersey Nets. Uh, Byron Scott finished up in Vancouver. Byron Scott it is one B Scott. Nice. I actually knew that one, but Robbie. Got All right, next up, me. we oh, have sorry, got an absolute buzz in first. <laughs> <laughs> got to yell him out quick, man. Yell him out quick. All right, next up, we've got ourselves an absolute rebounding beast. So at the time, playing for the Miami Heat, uh, also played for the Orlando Magic and the Golden Ooh. State Warriors. Big D, D, is he a DJ he maybe? He used to go out with... He is a DJ. Oh, I was going to say, he used to go out with uh, Jim Jeffries' ex. Oh, nice. Interesting. Go on, Robbie. Go on, Robbie. <laughs> so a bit of DJ Ronnie Cycli, right? Ronnie Cycli. DJ Ronnie Cycli. Oh, my God. Hey, Stu, show us the back of one of those cards. Ne- What's ne- the back of the cards look like? Yeah, I'll show you, show you the back of Ronnie Cycli. Hopefully, he's not on, the, not on the turntables, unfortunately. <laughs> but but uh, And Jim Jeffries tells yeah, an interesting yeah. story about Dennis Rodman, Madonna, uh, Ronnie's, <laughs> Ronnie's ex, who was then Jim's ex, and Ronnie himself. Oh. So <laughs> check out the stand-ups. Right, funny, funny man, old yep. Jim Jeffries, that's for sure. Oh, amazing. Amazing. All right, next guy moving on. We have got a former slam dunk champion. His son is in the league right now. That should be all you need. Yep. Cavs. All right. I know this one. Uh, we've got Cleveland. Go, 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 Woody. I know yeah. it, but I'm going to let Woody say it so I can actually have one. But I know it if you get stuck with it. Larry, Larry, Larry Nan Senior, yeah? Famous for dunking two basketballs in the dark comp. Yes. Love Terry Cummings. Indeed, yes. The long socks. Yeah. All right. This this next guy is one of the worst color commentators of all time. Uh, at, at the time he was playing with the Chicago Bulls. He's still with the Chicago Bulls. Stacey King. Royalty. Yay. Stacey King. There we go. Damn, nice. Robbie. Damn, Robbie. All right, next up. Sorry, it's, a, it's a trick. This is a tricky one. I'll, I'll be impressed if you can get it from this uh, from this clue. But I, I can't even give clues he, for this one. So with the Boston Celtics on this card, he is also top five all time in, in assists for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, is that enough for you? Uh, John Bagley. Oh, he's hey. done it. Oh, he's done it, John Bagley. God. Well done. How does he do this, You man? are a machine, Stewie, Robbie. how does he you do this, You are a machine, man? mate. Hat, like, hats <laughs> off, mate. Hats off. I like people who are a fan of the top five Cleveland Cavalier assistants. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. I like hey, boys, that. how does he do this, man? Seriously. <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. Oh, here's a good one. This is a good one. Go for it. Yeah, so international star played... Probably his best years in Seattle, but this card is for the Indiana Pacers. Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp. Parks and Recreation Zone. Hey! Yes! <laughs> there you go, Woody. I beat him to it. I beat him, him to it. Nose. I beat him to it. <laughs> yep. Ooh, okay. I don't have a whole heap of clues on this guy. But oh, I've he... got one. Okay, go for it. He was involved in the Charles Barkley trade to Philly. Ah, yeah, good. Forward. Phoenix Suns in this card, but obviously then played for Philly. Oh, Tim Perry. Tim, Tim Perry. Perry. Well done, sure. sir. That's tough, well done. Man. I don't know how he got that. He was in the dark comp back in the day as well, Tim, uh, Tim Perry. He was actually, you're right. Yeah, with, mm. with Philly. Yep, he you was. Get up, well done. Uh, this is an easy one. Iron Man. I think this is a... Is there a misprint on this card, Stewie? No. Are there dots there, are there? Mm. 
There's a clue. Is he a virgin? So the, the Iron Man of the NBA. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 40 year old virgin. 40 year old version. I, I Come on, Woods. Leave that one for you. If it's a bit like... hot, Woods, you turn on the AC, right? Oh, AC Green. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought his and name so you... was AC and there weren't dots between his name, between the letters. I thought it was just AC. I think it's short. Well, well, we we spoke about Andre Miller only missing three games uh, last week on our episode, Robbie. Mm. I mean, AC Green missed even less over it was crazy, how many years, wasn't it? right? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was well and truly the Iron Man, and uh, mm. yeah, that's I'm a good hair I, too. I listened to that one. I was surprised when you got yeah, said that. crazy stuff. Three <laughs> games. All right, next. Next guy is someone that you guys absolutely hate. Yep, you're used to him. The number one pick of the 1988 draft. Oh, no, I hate him. Danny Manning, my guy, man. My guy, Kansas City. You can't escape him. I'm throwing back hoops for you. You can't escape him. See, Woody Woody loves him. I hate him. That's my guy, man. Danny Manning. That's my guy, man. Now, this one's good. I saw Twitter highlights of this one today because this gentleman once hit six threes and a half on this day. And he's a centre. A very tall one. That's four against Phoenix, funnily Manute enough. Ball. Manute, Manute, Manute. Manute, Manute Ball. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once, uh, once killed a, a lion with a spear, apparently. He did. Manute by name, not minute by nature. Eight throwback hoops. <laughs> I got a Danny Manning and a Manute right. Ball jersey, and Robbie has neither. Yeah. I don't want a Danny Manning jersey. I don't <laughs> ever want one of those. <laughs> Do you know, that trade with Dominique, that's the first time ever that the previous season's leading scorer was then traded the following season. I don't know why the hell they did that. I'm glad he came and played for my Spurs after because Dominique's one of my favourite players of all time. Hey, Nathan, I, I, I shed tears that night. So I found that out when Sports Tonight was on. It was like 11.30. Tim Webster was coughing his way through Sports Tonight and, yeah, basically announced that the Hawks had traded Dominique. And <laughs> I ran off to my room in tears. I'll never forget that night. Yeah. Oh, terrible decision. I don't know what they were thinking. Mm. I mean, I guess Danny Manning did have a very good collegiate career, but it just never translated. Those knee injuries and yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's with the power of hindsight that it seems. Maybe it was a good trade, had he. But yeah, as a Hawks fan and as a Dominique fan, I, I understand why you were. Yeah. Too right. All right, boys. We've reached a very, very tough part of the pack. I've just had, had a... a... A quick look at a couple of these, and th- these are going to be tough. He's gone to the third umpire. It's probably good we had oh, a, yeah. that chat about Dominique. This, he gave him time to. We'll throw it. We'll throw it, Robbie. Guy, but I don't know how to give it. Give me so, like a. All right. Yeah. So this is a six eight, six eight forward for the New York Knicks. He is a he's a white guy. He looks like Craig Elo. Oh, actually, not so much on the back. He looks like Danny Angel a little bit. No, he looks a bit like Luca on the back. He's like an amalgam. I'm giving you really bad clues. Eight. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. What number is he? Surname starts with a Q, if that helps. Uh, number, oh, geez. I don't, the, the ball's actually obscuring the first number. But the second yeah. number's a three. A Q. Yeah, what a finally stop me. It's a tricky one. I think, well, I, think I might have, yeah. It's well, really tough. Like, I've well, never even heard of this. Well, speak like, on it. Granted, speak this on is a couple it. of seasons before us. Matt, yeah, nah, shall we, shall you I show you? Go for it. Are you ready, Misery? Yeah. Brian Quinette. Oh, I do remember Brian Quinette, but it does With the lofty field goal percentages of 32.8. Wow. Wow. No <laughs> yeah, wonder he didn't not, stick, not an easy stick around. One. Not an easy one. Wow. If he got that, I just well, stopped recording. Speaking of guys that didn't mind. really stick around. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'd say that. <laughs> this, yeah, the next one's not much easier. Yeah, it's, no a, uh, it's, it's a Washington Bullets player. He's a, he's a guard wearing number 20. You got his height there? He's fairly slim. 6'3". Is he not white? Like, not Chris Whitney or someone like that. No. No, he's a, he's a black guy, but yeah. I, Number 20, I've, he's a guy. I don't even know Washington. if I've heard of this guy. Nah, man. That is a random is, is, the start, start of his surname. Start of his surname rhymes with the greatest sprinter of all time. Well, I was going to say the start of his surname is my favorite NFL team. And I know you know who that is, Robbie, because we were talking yeah, about it the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. No, give up on that one. No? No. No. This might, this might be four in a row because there's some tricky oh, ones. It's, we are scraping the bottom Steve of the barrel. Steve Coulter. Wow. Wow. i got nothing on him or the one before. <laughs> nothing on either of them. No. No. <laughs> we should have shuffled these. Yeah, Jeez, we had some good some ones earlier. Yeah. Really, really so, tricky. It's Yeah. Yep. So, all right. So, the second last one we've got is a New Jersey Nets player. Or, um, well, that was New Jersey back then. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, he is a forward, six foot eight, wearing number twenty four. Has the same first name as their number one draft pick from nineteen ninety, and the same surname of a very good Spur, former Spur. Derek. Someone. Derek Alston. First name's right. Sur- surname is the Iceman. Yeah, the Spurs oh, played McKay. for the Bulls. No, no, no. Derek Green. Iceman. Oh, Derek Gervin. Oh, Derek Gervin. It's Derek coming Gervin. up. Derek Gervin. Wow. What the hell is this? <laughs> I have no idea who that and the last is. one is no better. I should have stuck with John Bagley. Yeah. Man, these last four have been bad. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah, yeah. These are, <laughs> that was a good I wonder game. how many actual seasons kit, combined these, these guys played. Well, I know Quinette played three, and I reckon the other two probably didn't do much better than that. So, <laughs> Now, the last one to finish us, put us out of our misery, is an Orlando Magic player, number 35. So, uh, oh, hang on, I know that first one. Season? What about Was Terry Catledge? Terry Catledge? It's, it's, it's not Terry Catledge. It's, um, so he's got the same first name as a, uh, a very famous, what do, you, what do you call him? Well, what's his name? Oh, well, famous movie, Someone Maguire. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that one. Oh, Jerry Reynolds, the Iceman. Jerry Reynolds. There Good we work. go. Well done, Robbie. All right. Nice. So, nice. now, because I, I called it, I called that that was going to be a steaming pile of crap. That, uh, <laughs> you that did, pack. didn't you? So, no checklist, though. I've got, I've, got to, true. I've got to show you a couple of things, though, from the, the previous five packs or four packs that do I it, opened. Do it, Disco. So, do it. we got a drop. <laughs> We got a Drazen Petrovic rookie. Nice. We got the Clyde. We got the Clyde Drexler. You can't really see because of the uh, the glare. The reflection. Yeah. We got the Carl Malone. The David Robinson. The same. Hey, same hey. Ah, hey. <laughs> oh, the Rain Man. The Sean Kemp, and the Peace Della Resistance. The MJ. Nice. Playing golf on the. Wow. Get some good ones. Yes. Hey, you, I told you not to. I, I told you so, not to get greedy and open all those bet. packs, man, before the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> fun little, uh, fun little thing as well, though. Tell so us. we've got two Antoine cars. Whoops! Loved Antoine car. Dropped it. Oh, that was that was good theater. 
<laughs> so you'll have to forgive us. We're audio only. We're not used to these high fandangled technologies. Oh, so there's the back of them. Both Ooh. both got different uh, different wow. pictures on the back. Bit of quality control Same gone one. wrong there, right? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, interesting. Bit, bit hey, random. do you remember that old and G- look, just, GQ just for shits card. and giggles? Hmm. I was gonna say, you remember that old GQ card yeah. with Kevin <laughs> yeah, Willis and Dominic with their suits on, looking all nice? I remember that one in the skybox set. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. And guys, just just for uh, for tradition, I brought a checklist from home from this particular Ooh. series because I knew there wasn't going to be a checklist in there. So. Yeah. Oh, love it, love it, Stewie. It's gone. <laughs> love it, good, pretty boy. It? Love Last it, thing as well. Boy. Last thing as well. I found this while I was going through the drawers. Stephen Zimmerman, Orlando Magic rookie card. <laughs> oh, oh very nice. So he's his favorite player in the he NBL. He actually caught the ball him. then, did he? Yeah. Listen he to our show. He talks about him all the time. He actually caught yeah. the ball, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he made the dunk. No, nah, probably not. <laughs> All right, that was well, awesome. Thanks again for letting me do that. I really no, appreciate it. Man. No, I, I thought you did a hell of a job, man, and you actually got to stump Robbie on some random. Hey, Woods, you can see so. why you leave that for me now, right? Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. <laughs> no, I thought Stewie did a really good job. Oh, today, definitely, so. definitely. That was awesome. Yeah, and and Nate, thanks, thanks for you know appreciate it, guys. Being his right hand during this process, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, love the segment, boys. Love it. It's really cool. Nah, if awesome. I may. That was great when you did the NBL packs a few weeks ago. Mm. I was actually at that game too, Wildcats Tigers game that was on that card that you that you talked about uh, a few. I think it was three or four weeks ago. Three weeks ago, yeah, whatever few, it was. Yeah, it was a few uh, yeah, ago, I was at yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah. Those future cards were awesome. We got a lot of great feedback about those, didn't we, Robbie? Yeah, definitely. It's like though, you know. Obviously, we can you know plan a lot of stuff for the show and that, but it's great having an unopened packet you open and you just don't know what's going to be in there, and you might hear a name that you haven't thought about for for thirty <laughs> years. It's 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 definitely fun. Yeah. Well, terrific, yeah. guys. I mean, oh, Brian Quinnett. Yeah, whoever that is. Yeah. It's as good uh, as John Crotty that time we had Woods for you. John Crotty. All right. John Crotty. All right. So it's been awesome, man. The show has been really fun this week, and to have the sport blokes. Nathan Stewart has been an honor to, to chop it up with you guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. As I mentioned at the start of the show, please subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. Robbie, you want to take the uh, audience through where we can be followed and all of that? You betcha, mate. So look, obviously our Twitter um, handle is at Throwbacks Hoops. Um, with an F. Throwbacks Hoops, yep. Um, our Instagram is throwback.hoops. Um, and our email is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. So keep those emails coming in. Ask for some jersey requests. Like we said before, you know, if there's someone you want us to sort of rock or sort of talk a little bit about, you know, throw that name out. There's probably a good chance we, we might have that player there. So, yeah, that's where we can be found. And Woods, you want to give us your, your TikTok and your, your Patreon details? Yeah, Woody underscore V83 at TikTok. We showcase the jerseys. Uh that are on the show on TikTok. And just if you jump onto my TikTok channel and then uh, follow the link to YouTube, you can see all the suite of episodes and listen to them as you like. And Patreon, I mean, maintaining a podcast costs money. It ain't cheap, you know, and I know the sport bloke's going to test this. So if you want to uh, pledge your support and whatever, we'd appreciate that. And Robbie, just you mentioned throwback hoops podcast at gmail.com. Really sorry. We've got about 20, 30 questions waiting that, we said that we'd get two on shows, but we've had guests week after week, and it's been t- tough. So we apologize. We will get to your questions as soon as possible. Don't be disheartened. Keep sending them in. Yeah? Right. Yep. And I think it's a good opportunity for the sport blokes here. Stewie, Nate, you want to give yourselves a plug here and talk a little bit about where the audience can follow you and, 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 and listen to your show? 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us on once again, lads. I know that we're not the calibre of your normal guests. Uh, a bit of a down week for the guests. We can't compete with the likes of Andrew Gaze and Michelle Timms and TikTok superstars, Jaden and everyone. But uh, pleasure to be on, on with you. Uh, search for The Sport Blokes on any streaming uh, podcast platform you can find. This is the logo to look out for. My brother made me this for Christmas. Um Sportblokes uh, at gmail.com, at Sportblokes on Twitter. We have an episode every week. We have basketball-only segments that we release as well because we know that the majority of our audience is uh, basketball fans, but we also talk about we're, – we're big fans of footy and cricket as well. The footy season's coming up as well in the AFL, so I've been rocking my, my little subtle Sydney Swans reference here throughout the course of the show. So, yeah, check us out. And, uh, indeed, we've got some very special guests on our next show, you two lads. So, go. if nothing else, throwback Hoopers. Come and listen to our next show because the great Woody and Robbie will be with us. And Robbie, you've got a uh, special jersey request. Give us a Jerry Reynolds. Jerry Reynolds. The last <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and, and Nate, it's very nice. I want of Mike Schmreck. <laughs> Nate, it's very nice of you to say that, man. But, you know, it, it ain't about um, Andrew Gaze or Michelle Timms. You guys are great people, great human beings. And we've loved the friendship and the bond that we've built with you guys over the last little bit. And to have you on our show is an honor. So thank you so much for giving us the time. And uh, we're gonna have a great Appreciate show next. It. We're gonna have a great show next week as well, Robbie. We're, Robbie, you're gonna host next week, um, and it's just gonna be the two of us, right? And then we got Looking a special guest the week yeah, after. Yeah, we also right? said next week we're gonna rock some old school player jerseys. So we're talking players that sort of played in the '70s and '80s. So they're not jerseys right. from that old; they're throwback ones. But that's yeah. a little bit of a clue for our jerseys next week, anyway. And thanks to everyone for your support yeah. and um, tuning into the show. Thanks to the sports blogs. Any final thoughts, anyone? Go the Wildcats. Go the no, Kings. Just, yeah, go the Wildcats. Stay away. <laughs> yeah, go the Taipans. <laughs> Get out of here, Stewie. All right. Anyway, anyway, much love, Pleasure homies. to be with you. Peace. <laughs> Been fun, boys. Peace out.